Thinking about joining AIB? What if by changing your bank, you could also change the way you bank? At AIB, we don't make technology for you to bank. We make it for you to live with all your everyday banking needs at your fingertips. Joining AIB takes just a few simple steps. Discover how to become a customer by visiting AIB.ie. AIB, we back doing. Allied Irish Banks PLC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Back to school is as easy as one, two, three, go. With Super Value Online Shopping, save over 65 euro on your weekly family shop by shopping our own brand low prices range, over 2,000 weekly special offers and using your weekly money off vouchers. It's that easy. Shop online today at supervalue.ie and click and collect from your local store at a time that suits you. Super Value makes saving money as easy as one, two, three, I like that. Broadcasting from New York City, the Lucky Strike program, starring Jack Benny with Mary Livingston, Phil Harris, Rochester, Dennis Day, and filling in for little old fatty Don Wilson is yours truly, Kenny Delmar. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it has often been said that it takes brains to make money. I don't want to start an argument, but here's the star of our show, Jack Benny. Thank you, thank you. Hello again, this is Jack Benny talking, and Kenny Delmar, you can save those introductions for Fred Allen. You know, you don't have to... Kenny, Kenny, I'm talking to you. Kenny, look at me. I'm sorry, Jack, but when I hear the name Fred Allen, I instinctively bow my head. Well, Kenny, if you bow your head low enough, you might see his hooper. <laughs> Imagine making people bow to him. Of course, well, I haven't been in New York for a long time. Well, Jack, the, the last time you were in New York and you met Fred Allen, you bowed. Kenny, I wasn't bowing. I just couldn't look at that face. <laughs> what a homely guy. I've never seen a guy. Oh, now, wait a minute, Jack. Fred isn't so homely. He isn't, eh? Allen's face has so many wrinkles, when he gets a shave, the barber has to use a bookmark. The only time Alan's face isn't out of place is during the baseball season. The baseball season? Yeah, with those bags under his eyes, his nose looks like it's caught between second and third. <laughs> and the rest of them should be sent to the showers. Believe me. Well, Jack, I, I didn't want to mention this, but since you're talking about Alan, I think it's only fair that I tell you something. What? Well, Fred said that you've got so much money that you have no more places to keep it. Uh-huh. So any money you make from now on, you're going to have melted down and shot into your arm. <laughs> You know, it's a good idea. It'll give me all my vitamins. M-O-N-E and Y. Hello, Jack. Oh, hello, Mary. Oh, Mary, I haven't seen you since we got off the train. Where have you been? Well, I went right from the station to New Jersey to visit my mother. Your mother, eh? Well, how is the duck-billed platypus of Plainfield? Jack, please. I don't not... know. They told me that's a local joke here, is it? <laughs> Everybody told me if I say it, they'll scream at it. Mama doesn't look like that. I'm sorry, ma'am. Maybe if she went to a beauty parlor, she could, you know. How's your sister, babe? 
I hope she's not running around with that guy she wrote you about, the undertaker. Oh, wait a minute, Jack. He's a nice fellow, and he's very sporty. He's the only undertaker in Plainfield who has a convertible hearse. (laughs) Convertible hearse? That's a good idea. Get a little brown before they lower you down. (laughs) Your sister really fixed him, doesn't she? Yeah, but Dave is thinking of giving him up because he's always got his mind on his work. What do you mean, kid? Well, (laughs) one day she went riding with him without her makeup on, and he drove her straight to the cemetery. (laughs) That babe was frightened, wasn't he? You're not kidding. He almost finished the eulogy before she punched him in the nose. Well, why didn't she stop him sooner? Those are the first nice things he ever said about her. Oh, I see. Well, is Babe still in Plainfield? Oh, no, no. She came back to New York with me. In fact, she's sitting in the audience right now. Where? Right in the third row. The girl with the marble hat. Oh, yes. Look at what it says. Babe Livingston, please keep off the grass. <laughs> oh, by the way, Mary, I want you to meet Kenny Delmar. He's our announcer today. Kenny Delmar? Why, Jack, you took him right off the Fred Allen show. No, no, Mary, not right off the Allen show. I sprayed him first. (laughs) You know, I'd like to see Allen's face next Wednesday when he sees my name in lights at the Roxy Theater. You know, he got sick when he heard about the business we did in Chicago. Uh, Jack, I understand that it's the first time in the history of the Chicago Theater that it passed the $100,000 mark for any week. How much did you get out of it? Well, I... I hate to brag, Kenny, I... You tell him, Mary, huh? Well, in setting the new racket, record, Jack... Racket, the new one? <laughs> <laughs> Leave it in, it's good. <laughs> you know, it was a new racket. <laughs> well, Start the line again, Mary. It's too good to lose. Okay. Go well, in setting the new record, Jack took in $113,000 for the week. 113000 Yes, but of course he had to pay Phil, Rochester, Marjorie Reynolds, and the quartet. That left him 112000 <laughs> Yes. Then he paid his income tax, and that left him a dollar and sixty-five cents. Uh-huh. Which he owes me for doing his laundry. I would have done it myself, but I didn't want to open at the Roxy with red hands. So you see, Kenny... You know, you have to wait here a little longer than Los Angeles. Huh? I'm getting used to it now. You see, Kenny, it isn't all... Come in. Pardon the intrusion, Mr. Benny. Well, it's Mr. Kitzel. Hey, Mr. Kitzel, are you having fun here in New York? <laughs> well, where have you been? No, please. You mean you're just staying in your hotel room? Who lives in hotel rooms? When I come to New York, I live with my aunt. Your aunt? Yes, Penzi Nussbaum. Oh, Mrs. Nussbaum. Uh-huh, she lives in an alley, and what neighbor she's got. And the one side lives a senator who's always talking about the South. Yeah. Next door lives a farmer who is always saying, Howdy, Bob Kiss. <laughs> and also is living there a man named Ajax Cassidy who is <coughs> not long for this world. Well, I hope you're comfortable at Mrs. Nussbaum. Yes, but next week, Penzi's mother is coming to live with her, so I'm moving to the YMCA. The YMCA? Yanko Mendelbaum's Cheto Amour. Oh, well, Mr. Kitzel, I hope you're enjoying your visit here. Oh, thank you, I am. And next week, I'm going to see your show when you open by the Roxy Theater. 
Good. You like my show? <laughs> yes, indeed. Particularly if Phil Harris is going to sing that song. Won't you come with me to Alabama? There we'll meet my dear old mammy. She's frying eggs and broiling pastrami. That's what I like about his sound. Pastrami? Pastrami, yes. Mr. Kitzel, the word is hammy. Look, I just came in to say hello. Don't antagonize me. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Well, all right, Mr. Benny. I'll come to see your show. Thank you. I mean, thank you. <laughs> Got me doing it now. Goodbye, Mr. Kitzel. Goodbye. He's such a sweet little guy. I hope he has a good time here in New York. There's so many places to go... Excuse me, there's the phone. Hello? Mr. Benny? Yes? I have a long-distance call for you from Chicago. Chicago? Who's calling? The Sportsman Quartet. Oh, my quartet. I'll put them on. Yes, sir. Here they are. Hello? <laughs> Fellas, what do you want? What's so important that you call me here in New York? <laughs> Give my regards to Broadway. Remember me to Effie Boone. Tell all the gang at 42nd Street that we will be there soon. You will be here soon. And when you go to Lindy's, please try and save a seat for me. For you. So tell everyone on old Broadway to light an LSMFT. Believe me, we want to ride the subway. So round, so firm, so fully packed. Around and form and fully packed. We tried to drive through Central Park and smoke a lucky in the hat. A lucky in the hat. And to Columbus Circle. And on a soapbox we will be. Shouting the praises of that cigarette is LSMFT. Gentlemen, your three minutes are out. With my regards oh, to Oh, it's your time to go. to my quartet to call me from Chicago. I wonder how they got that piano in the phone booth. <laughs> they must have... Okay, folks, you can wipe off that frown because here comes Harris, the toast of the town. Oh, fine. The toast of the town. Rye toast. 90 proof rye. <laughs> Say, Phil, are you having a good time here in New York? Oh, wonderful, Libby, wonderful. What a combination. Me in New York. Me, the world's greatest entertainer in the world's greatest city. Phil, how can you say such a thing? Why, ain't New York the world's greatest city? <laughs> Jack, put down that knife. We've only got one more show. All right. I guess I can stand it if you can. Ah, New York, Jackson. Gee, it's great to be back here. What it a is. city. What sight. The Empire State Building, Fifth Avenue, Central Park, and Merleguardia. <laughs> Phil, Phil, look at Come here. Soapbox head. <laughs> what a... Look at... I got news for you. LaGuardia isn't mayor of New York anymore. He's out of office. Well, how do you like that happy Chandler? First DeRocha, now LaGuardia. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Mary, you take him, will you? Okay. Say, Phil, what have you been doing in town? Seen any shows? Yeah, I went to see a show last night. 
It was all about Jackson. Wait a minute, Phil. A show about me? What was the name of it? Call Me Miser. <laughs> That's Mr. Call Me Mr. Okay, Mr. Miser. All right. Cut that out. Okay, okay. Don't get sore about it. I was only... Hey. Hey, ain't that Kenny Delmar? Hello, Filthy Boy. Hiya, Kenny. Good to see you again. Oh, you know Kenny? Why, certainly, son. Met him last summer. June, I there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jack. It was when Phil was a guest on Fred's program. Oh, I didn't know that Phil was a guest on Alan's show. He was, and very good, too. Kenny. Kenny, tell me something. Why? Did he, uh... Did he sing it? All 50 chorus. <laughs> I thought so. How he has the nerve to come up and... Excuse me. Hello? Hello, Mr. Benny. This is Rod, Jesse. Rochester, where have you been? I expected you to call me yesterday from Grand Central Station. I got off at 125th Street. <laughs> 125th Street? Well, you were certainly anxious to get to Harlem. Anxious? I start dragging one foot at Albany. <laughs> but Rochester, how could you get off? The train doesn't stop at 125th Street. I found that out, so I pulled the emergency cord. The emergency cord? Did that stop the train fast? Did it. The diner came in the Grand Central Station piggyback. <laughs> oh, stop that. Why is it every time we go to New York, you rush to Harlem? Well, I had to go there yesterday. It was a big holiday. Everybody was drinking toast with each other and throwing confetti out the window and dancing in the street. Hey, what holiday was it? Boys, we were having so much fun, we forgot to name it. <laughs> That's what I thought. Well, look, Rochester, we can't talk anymore because I got to do my show. Okay, goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, say, Rochester. Yes, sir. I got some more... I got some work for you to do tomorrow. I can't tomorrow. There's another holiday coming up. Never mind that now. I want you to go over to my hotel and press my gray suit. I'm going to wear it Wednesday when I open at the Roxy. But, boss, that gray suit doesn't give enough contact with your golden curly locks. Well, Rochester, what can I do? I don't have any other suit. I know, but you've got other hair. <laughs> Not anymore. Chicago was windier than I thought. I'll see you at my hotel. Goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, say, boss, happy birthday. It's not my birthday. It's too late now. My friends are drinking to it. Oh, hang up. Goodbye. Goodbye.